Okay. Hello, Hello welcome. You. Welcome to Epic Soy Face for the Win. Uh the best comedy podcast. All right, uh, why don't you guys introduce we have House of Decline, Alex and Steven. Hello, it's great to be here on your first recording. Hello, I'm really happy to be here. Very clearly the first recording. We're, we're doing a lot of uh, troubleshooting here with the Discord. Thank you guys for graciously joining us on our uh, freshman venture. Absolutely. Podcasting is a beautiful venture. It's something fun to do with your friends. It's often made it fun of because, you know, you, yo, you're is, a podcaster. <laughs> it's very easy to make fun of. Now, let's get to that. One thing we were talking about before the show is Shinji is trans from Evangelion. <laughs> now, this is actually, I've heard a lot of Evangelion discourse in my time. This isn't one I've actually heard. I've never uh, heard this one. You haven't heard that? A lot of, uh, a lot of my yeah. trans mutuals, there's, there's a, on Twitter... Uh, there are frequent discourse around certain individuals, like Kurt Cobain as well, is one that's yeah. like, could HRT could have saved her? <laughs> that's okay, that's right. frequently one. But, you know, I, I, can't, I can't pretend to know much about that. I'm not, I mean, you know, it's I, funny I, when you say it. The reason I bring it up is because I totally see what they're getting at. Like, Absolutely. I totally get it. Like, but yeah, that's, I just can't. I'm just surprised. I always read gay from Shinji, I guess, is what it well, was. Well, absolutely. It seems more explicit. It's definitely more explicitly gay, what with his relationship with Kaworu in Evangelion. Yeah. Uh, but enough and... of that. <laughs> <laughs> enough of this fucking nurture. I just want to hear about trans stuff really quick, because we're fucking sick freaks here on, on the LGBT <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Elijah, oh, I'm, go we're going to edit this next part out. Don't you guys don't say that. Don't like let it slip that you're getting all the House of Decline funding from the Trudeau regime. <laughs> saying like that. It's the it's Great Reset. Goddamn. We're part of the Great Reset. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's how we have uh, have the ability to make so much content. Is that Canada is paying us? Mm -hmm. We are. We well, are hey, uh, CanCon like Shit's Creek. We're exactly like Shit's Creek. Actually, <laughs> the money's got to be going fucking somewhere. Jeez. Yeah, I am just as talented as Dan Levy, which is a backhanded yeah. compliment to me. I think that's true. I think that's about right. <laughs> you guys are about the same level. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Well, uh, I, I need a famous dad as well. That would be that would be key, to have a famous comedy dad. I, I've had so many fantasies about, like, I wake up one morning and I get a letter in the mail from my real dad, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> and he's like, it's time, son. <laughs> but you don't want to be associated. But you want to move uh, to Antioch College? Yeah, want, you want to move to Yellow Springs, Ohio? To Dayton, Dayton, Ohio, or whatever, where he's like, yeah. he's like keeping, uh, no, there's like no public housing now there because of Dave Chappelle. Oh, is yeah. that what's going on? I have not heard about this. Really? Jesus. Yeah, he, um, they were going to build some public housing in Dayton, Ohio, and Dave Chappelle went to the uh, town meeting and was like, I am going to withdraw a $100 million donation I'm making to the town if you guys let poor people live here. <laughs> it's really, really well, funny. That's, that's if, very yeah. funny, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had the best history lately. 
Yeah, and and look, what, however he feels about fucking LGBT issues, be damned. I mean, leave the poor people alone, Dave. Come on, mm-hmm. that's the first rule. Absolutely, he's uh, yeah. He he became something about Dave Chappelle. He used to be Bugs Bunny, you know. He was the yes. underdog, you know. He was he was like he didn't aggress until somebody aggressed on him, you know. But he now the he perfect, is the hunter. You're right. He had the perfect sort of uh, what uh, Aikido sort of styling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with fucking Jim Brewer, dude. Yeah. What happened to that guy? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, he, the the heights of Jim Brewer from the '90s. We'll never get back there again, you know. <laughs> Dude, remember when he looked high for 20 years? Holy shit, that's a good bit. <laughs> and I just—it's going to be so embarrassing when I'm on WTF with Mark Marin, and he asked me who my guys are, and I'm going to have to say Jim Brewer because he was such a Holy huge shit. influence. <laughs> wow, you like Jim Brewer? Are you an asshole? That <laughs> yeah, sounds fucking stupid. Good Marin, dude. Who are your guys? I've heard I've heard far worse from far more confident people. For sure. <laughs> I did a lot of drugs and I have problems, but now I'm getting typecast as an older guy. Dude, his fucking streams where he plays guitar and rants about Joe Rogan are some of the best, some of the best content I've ever seen. Because he sounds like when I was fourteen and I was just learning about like what politics are, and I'm talking to my principal. I'm like, yeah, well, you're a fucking fascist oligarch piece of shit. Hang on, just a second, gentlemen. I have some off-screen I, issues. I hate when the principal's an oligarch. Okay, so now we can get to the the real issues now that Cody's gone. Okay. All right, who... If you could kill one of your... Twi- if you could press a button and kill any of your Twitter mutuals, who would it be? That's a use great real question. names if you can... We'll use real names, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think I would kill uh, Flanger Magoo. Uh, he's mean, always I causing only... me trouble. The only Twitter mutual whose name I know is Alex, so I guess it's gonna have to be Alex. Oh no! Um, and then I'm and then I'm gonna make the House of Decline comics, and it's gonna be a lot different because I can't draw, <laughs> and I have and I have very crazy opinions. <laughs> can't wait! I'm gonna take over. I want to see if I can go from ninety thousand followers down to zero. <laughs> That's that would be pretty dream. excellent. Yeah, uh, to make the to make the post the the truly negative post. Well, I was thinking like how can like how can you lose followers? Because I want to lose followers, and I was thinking if you go too contrarian, then you just start picking up other like contrarian followers who are like, oh, I like the cut of this guy's jib. He he doesn't like you know whatever. So. You, you kind of have to... I was thinking maybe the best way would be to just retweet Eric Alper tweets, like, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. That's totally bland. Nobody yeah. is getting anything from that. Like, name a, name a thing you like. Mm-hmm. Forever. What foods did you like when you were a kid? 
Oh, what foods mm. did I like when I was a kid? No, I, that's an Eric Alper. That's an Eric Alper. Oh, uh, you're you're Eric Alper. You're Alpering us right now. We're getting down in the Alpers right now. That we maybe that's a be a good format for a podcast, the Alpercast. Yeah, well, actually, just ask Eric Alper questions to interesting people is a very funny idea. All of these questions were curated by the wonderful man himself, the blank entity. You know, the 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 total tabula rasa that is Eric Alper. Oh, my God. What's his deal? Like, he just... What does he do for a living? He's a, a radio host, I think. He's a... No way, I think really? He, yeah, I think he's on, like, CBC2 or something. He's a Canadian radio host oh, or something on some Canadian. satellite radio show. And uh, just since the very, very early days of Twitter, he's just been doing these generic engagement questions. And, you know, sometimes posting like a picture of Led Zeppelin 4 and this is this is the greatest album ever. Or, or you know, some some middle of the road, very that's easily likable stuff like that. That's not even the best Zeppelin album. OK, what is the best? Eric Alper question um, to you, Stephen. What is the best Zeppelin album? I mean, it's, it's probably physical graffiti. I don't know, though. Two, two is probably the best one. Mm, interesting. Elijah, do you know. have opinions about Zeppelin? They were, I don't I listen to them because they're problematic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are, but they're, I like, they were, I really they were like, into Satanism, so. Right, they, yeah, yeah, that's bad, that's bad, you know. The devil? I don't know anything. That's also Lord of the Rings, too. That's why I don't like Lord of the Rings. It's all about Satan, you know. There's elves, demons, hobbits, demons. Yeah, absolutely. Dwarfs, little fucked up uh, little people. Little guys, yeah. Little guys. Yeah. Who were cursed if, if by God for a reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's that's part of the lore. That's, you know, Tolkien said, all of these guys are fucked up little guys. That's right in the legendarium right there. Um, I love that he has a legendarium. I've, that's kind of the, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Tolkien <laughs> talk has made me return, dude. I uh, I one time, I don't know how true this is. I, this is like third-hand something I read. But when uh, the, the Lord of the Rings first came out, there was this review in a British magazine, and this guy just completely misread the book. Like, he thought it was a fucking uh, nuclear, like, post-nuclear fantasy, <laughs> like The Road. Like he thought oh. the hobbits were like fucked up little mutants. It was really weird, and I'm, I was like, no. I don't know how he got it from that. You know what I mean? I I rack my brain trying to imagine. I mean, that is kind of true though. That's because the book yeah. takes place in the third age. It's a ruined world from these past wars that were much greater and done with. And Adventure much Time scale. is very similar in that way. Yeah, uh, Dark Souls too. You know, that's I was I Dark was ruminating Souls, on gamer this. Talk. Yeah, well, it's gamer time. It's Soyface gamer time right now. This is it. Shinera. Uh, the Chronicles of Shinera. Shinera, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the same. Uh, there you go. Same situation, that's correct, yeah. You know, I yeah, read a, a review. World. I read a review from uh, the 50s when Lord of the Rings first came out. And he was like, this is so great. If they ever make a show... Like about this series seven <laughs> years from now, and it has black people in it. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> and I read that one too, dude. <laughs> well, and like, anyway, dude, my uh, my partner's uh, stepdad is very into the Lord of the Rings, and you know, I've like everyone 
in our general age range, I know about Lord of the Rings. I've seen all the movies and everything. But this guy fucking, he's eating up this Amazon show like crazy. Like, he's the consumer from all the memes who has all the Funko Pops and shit. Right. He's and, got the Celebrimbor yeah. uh, Funko Pop. And he and I love that he just doesn't complain. That's one of my favorite things about him. Like he he sees the black elves and he's like awesome. It's like dude, cool. <laughs> yeah, just liking shit. I've been watching it. It's that's fine. Like it doesn't it doesn't take me out of it at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't it, know why people are so pissed about it. I mean, you could be more pissed about like it. Kind of seems like everyone's trying too hard on it. Like, yeah, that's really what tr- I wouldn't like yeah. more. I would, I would, and see, I'm a guy who, I'm a Conan the Barbarian head, right? And even though those stories are super problematic, they're filled with various different cultures. Like, they're not afraid to show you, like, different sorts of people, right? And Lord of the Rings ad- has always kind of lacked that. I don't, I don't see anything necessarily wrong in putting some color in the fucking universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. In the context. So. I mean, and like fantasy is all about suspending disbelief anyway. And so, yeah, yeah. It's like, right. Okay. I think it is... also, do you think, do you think Tolkien, <laughs> this is Tolkien talk now? It's Tolkien talk. Mm-hmm. This is too serious. Mm-hmm. What if, what if Bilbo smoked weed and uh, didn't want to go on the adventure? Let's get in the, yeah. uh, <laughs> one of the Hobbit. That was the first chapter of The Hobbit. He's smoking pipe weed and then a wizard shows up. He's like, this is some good shit. Now, the weed back then was, like, so weak compared to now. Like, it was him. <laughs> Bobo was smoking <laughs> him. Hydroponics. <laughs> there you go. In the in the, set, in the show, they're going to go to Mirkwood, and then a Seth Rogen elf is good. Would you like to smoke this crazy <laughs> yeah, elf dude. weed? I have going... <laughs> yeah, dude, that uh, would truly make me upset if they did have a <laughs> Seth Rogen elf. <laughs> Now you're making me mad. You're making me mad with imaginary things. Why? Because a, a Jewish guy is playing an elf, and you don't yeah. like it. Yes. That's yes. Why. He should. Well, be no. Dwarf. I thought that was the. I've always read the take that the elves were the Jews in that story. I've always read that one because they go to their homeland or whatever. Okay. Yeah, the, you, the the gray havens are Israel. That's very it's like, literally, is that I've read that before. Where's the Where's the Lord of the Rings spinoff where the elves are doing apartheid on like fucking <laughs> dude? It's the elves, right. and the elves just go to like Palestine, like the real Palestine. They go dude, to imagine if, imagine if that's what Shadow of Mordor was about. That would have been a fucking sick game. Holy shit! Um, that yes. game was racist. <laughs> Low key was, dude. To British people. <laughs> well, actually, you want me, Grog? Okay. All right, British. The Queen. Oh, Fox. yeah, the Queen. Uh, I lost a bunch of followers on a Queen post because I called her an old cunt. Well, <laughs> it, no, that's not good. It was through my Irish care. I was, I was portraying Irish women. I've met four Irish women in my life. And so I was portraying the ones that I knew. <laughs> and all of them used the C word liberally. Uh, yeah. And yeah, thing. lost a bunch of followers. Yeah, or the quince, you know, or the well, quince. I the the probably the best experience I've had with it so far is I'm in a quite a large Discord. Uh, I guess what do you call these things? Server, mm-hmm. and uh, there, um, someone like the Queen died, and immediately someone like posted a meme. It was a pretty tame meme. It wasn't like fuck the Queen or whatever. It was just like you know a, a little joke. 
And then like I check the chat 30 minutes later and the first thing I see is, oh yeah, well every time there's a school shooting, I fucking celebrate. And it's like, holy shit. No, we do, we do too, bitch. Huh? We do too. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's becoming we got the day off from school today because no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you think British people try to be all wait till 9-11 comes around again. You won't be like, yes, we will. I had a fun <laughs> yeah. time on 9-11 because I was going around and telling everyone, like every conservative, to stop sharing 9-11 memes because the queen just died. I got, <laughs> I got a bunch of people angry at me that way. So pretty fucking funny. Fun time. Dude, <laughs> Amy, I love your philosophy. Whatever makes people upset in the moment. That's me, too. Yeah, and so on the day the queen died, you, you say... I do this anytime anyone dies. Like, like Godard just died, and I'm, I posted word for word exactly what um, that lady who got, like, canceled by Jeff Bezos said. I said that about Godard. I was like, oh, a filmmaker of, like, a racist genocidal empire died. I hope he had an excruciating death. And I tagged Bezos, and... I uh, I didn't get in the news or anything, so oh, well. I, it's obviously obviously there's like cancel culture like on me to not let me get in the news. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of not promoting you as cancel culture. <laughs> Why didn't he retweet me? Because <laughs> Kadar didn't direct like an Iron Man movie. He represents the horrible empire, and so it's good that he died. It is good that he died. I'm, absolutely, I, I guess. I just. I I'm, like I'm, I'm your other Godard joke. Work better the one about he he watched one of his own movies and died from boredom. I think that's yeah. a very that, that's gonna that'll provoke a lot of people. Yeah, I, nobody yells at me. I can I control it as much as I want, and no one yells at me. So Pierre LeFou, more like a uh, Pierre the Fool, right? More yeah, like, more like Pierre LeFou, LeFou. Uh, I feel like Alf- this is not Alphaville going well. or like Betaville. <laughs> Shut up! It's going fine, Elijah. You're so you're so critical of everything, dude. I hate you, bitch. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Man, we're never gonna get as popular as uh, Call Her Daddy or any of the. I don't know. Is that still I'm going on? Too? Didn't they Flagrant break up? Too. Did call her? Didn't call her daddy. Ladies, didn't they split ways? The, well, no, they split ways with Brandon Schaub or whatever. Was that not the thing? <laughs> was that know. not the? Was that the lady podcast that beef with Brandon Schaub? Which one was that one? You're gonna have to be more specific. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you're right. All the lady podcasts. There's Call Her <laughs> Daddy. There's Red Scare, and that's it. There's the, those are the only two. <laughs> so those are your options out there. Uh, yeah, damn. I well, think Daddy's better because I think they're more attractive. Well, you know what? Let's throw our hats <laughs> in the ring. Let's throw our fucking hats in the ring, dude. Yeah, we're we a lady part of the lady, You're a lady podcast. podcast. Absolutely, that's it. Bill yourself as that. That's it, this Elijah. Is... Mm-hmm. Elijah's that's in little panties right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what topics appeal to women. Abortion, Whoa. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. yeah, let's get in. Let's get into the weeds about abortion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So if you if you had to personally abort a baby, yeah. Um, what what um music? Would I you guess what to? kind of what music would you listen to? A, um, 
what <laughs> kind of person would you prefer to abort? Like, if you could, in okay. a time capsule situation. <laughs> well, I would be, in this situation, uh, I would be Mario, and mm-hmm. I would be, it would be a pregnant Goomba. And you know, that's a pretty good choice. Aborting, and I would take a star, and the music going on would be dun 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 dun, and I would just have to body check them and and the I'm Goomba so, baby. Yes, I'm so glad we got back to gaming and not to I'd abort Hitler or something. <laughs> something boring. Well, I would listen to Rise Against, and I would abort my principal. <laughs> that's it. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I would uh, abort any uh, children Anna and Dasha have. <laughs> Dude, they... That's For their own good. <laughs> Literally, yeah. You can edit this out if it's too, but... No, dude. Edit, we're not they editing have, anything. I don't want to... I don't want... What, you think they're going to get mad at you, dude? I don't want the, the, the guys on uh, Red Scare for Cisfet Men <laughs> to dox me. Wait till they find you have a... Go ahead, sorry. You're going to catch the ire of Perry Abbasi. (laughs) Perry's going to come for you. He's going to be like dip a banana in peanut butter and and threaten you with it. (laughs) Is a banana already covered in sardines at this point? Yes, it's already covered in sardines. I I, I like that guy. I don't know what it is, but something about that guy makes me like him for some reason. I have no idea why. You guys, uh, you guys into Perry Caravello? No, who's that? He's this guy. He's in a movie called Windy City Heat, and uh, it's a very, it's one of the first like troll movies, and it's like a whole gaslighting thing where they make this guy think he's a star of a movie, where he's a sports detective named Stone Fury, and so <laughs> about thirty years later, he does a, a Twitch stream, and it's still pretty much the same shtick. Uh, it's. I I haven't laughed this hard at anything in a really long time. I highly recommend it to anyone out there. If you love harassment comedy like I do. Harassment comedy like uh, uh, Eric Andre? Like, kind of like, well, people will, will donate to his Twitch and they'll say, Perry, you're gay. Perry, you, you should uh, take your tattoo off your arm because you don't go snowboarding. Like, he's really obsessed with snowboarding and skateboarding. <laughs> it's he's a lovable little oaf. He's kind of like America's Carl Pilkington, is how I kind of tell people about him. Like, have you ever seen Carl Pilkington's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. television programs? Back very when, similar. Uh, well, Ricky Gervais used to be good, and there were like three. The Ricky Gervais podcast was very funny when it was on. It was one of the best. Night. Yeah, yeah, one of the best. Well, and. I mean, what, you don't like atheist comedy? You don't think it's funny to hate God, dude? <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, where can I see some atheist comedy in this city? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, atheist comedy superstars. Bill Maher. Bill Hicks. Yeah. Bill Absolutely. Uh... Get them all together. Get them all, uh, get, do the atheist comedy tour. I remember one time on Netflix, I was just perusing around, and there was uh, these comedy specials called Thou Shalt Laugh. And, uh, and Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was hosted by Patricia Heaton of Everybody Loves Raymond, because she's like a big Christian, and she's associated with comedy, even though she's it's not a- funny on that show. <laughs> oh, no. And, but uh, uh, who should show up on one of them but Dan Nanan? <laughs> not Dan Nanan, dude. 
Yeah, and, and, oh. and what's funny, he's not, I don't know if he's even Christian. He'll just take any gig because he's, he's the most yeah, exactly. no, uh, he's not. person on he, earth. Yeah, I thought he was ambiguously religious, you know? <laughs> I'm I'm like, Protestant. My dad is Protestant and my mom is Catholic, so I get my Eucharist at 7-Eleven, you know? <laughs> That's it. That's well, the one. I got a really bad one. Okay, okay, okay wait a Uh... I know you guys are looking at me right now like, what religion is this guy? <laughs> well, I'm half Catholic and half Protestant. That means I molest children in hell. Oh, damn. That's a pretty good one. That's a high-level one. <laughs> That's too good. Dan Nanan wouldn't tell that. <laughs> That's, that joke is actually a decent joke. Yeah, uh, it's high level. You got to know some theology for that one to know that all Protestants go to hell. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was the best sequel to All Dogs Go to Heaven. Is all Protestants <laughs> go to heaven. Don Bluth? Don Bluth really went wild and out with that one. <laughs> oh my God, Tammy Faye Baker, dude. Oh man, rest in power. Ah, uh, yeah, friend to the gays. Friend to the gays. I was just thinking, like, you know, there was a blue collar comedy tour. What if there was a PMC comedy tour? What about the Pearl Necklace comedy tour? What about that one instead? <laughs> uh, we could have Michelle Wolf. It's exclusive. It's Michelle Wolf and three clones of Michelle Wolf as the PMC comedy tour. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. She was a fucking. She was in a weird like VC job. She had a weird investment banker job before she became a comedian. <laughs> And yeah, I have nothing like against you... her, really, except that I think she's untalented. Well, what can you do if you're untalented except, you know, radio, except continue doing stuff, you know? That's never stopped anyone I've ever met before. Yeah, we can be like uh, uh, the Grease Man. Or, <laughs> the Grease uh, Man, that's it. Or, or a gym teacher. Gym teacher, that's the the uh, podcast host is the gym teacher of the media world. That's so true, yeah. That's true in many ways. <laughs> Did you guys have any gym teacher scandals in school? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Not my, n- not gym teachers. I did have teachers. Stephen, what was yours? I mean, um, they, we had a hot gym teacher and then a, a horny gym teacher. And they, they Hell got, yeah. And they, got, <laughs> and they got fired. They both did. The dichotomy of man, dude. <laughs> it was a fun... That was a crazy time in ninth grade because I moved to North Carolina for one year and I uh, went to public school and um, it was wild. Like this one kid got expelled for pantsing a girl. Like who th- who thinks that's a good idea? I yeah, who his... pantses a girl, you fucking savage? So what yeah, he got expelled. Everyone was so mad at him. And that was, um, you know, we had no supervision because I think the gym teachers were screwing each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun honestly it was a lot of fun i wish i had stayed there we moved back to texas after that um to go back to yeah. catholic school catholic school is good in some ways i've heard verted instills a sense of discipline yeah you have to learn how to fight the priests off like you get strong. That's it. <laughs> you get very strong so it's cool yeah, <laughs> yeah these kids I... in public school they have no defense yeah exactly I like the Catholic school training, like it's Piccolo and Gohan and Dragon Ball Z, except Piccolo's trying to molest <laughs> Gohan constantly. <laughs> He's fucking picking his moments. His fucking antenna is just twitching like a motherfucker. So bulbous. 
Yeah, that, you know, that's Namekians, you know. <laughs> Those Namekians, nah. When Piccolo is ready to, like, go full power, uh, he takes off his uh, chastity cage. <laughs> yeah, his little <laughs> chocolate cage. Uh, it's only, Namekians are only male in the DBs, so they've never explored is the that inherent- true? That is true. There's only there's only male Namekians in the show. So I, I, I wondered if, uh, you know, there's a whole gay arc with Piccolo that's waiting to be explored, you know? Wait, yeah, because in, in the original Dragon Ball, Piccolo lays an egg, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> okay. their egg-laying species. Uh, but maybe Piccolo, Piccolo might also be aromantic. Piccolo might be ace. I think they're, yeah. they're, they're also, they also might be ace. As well, well, that's so. important to get. What I feel like every time I go to rewatch Dragon Ball, I I do so knowing that I shouldn't without deconstructing the sexual themes of it first. You know what I mean? Absolutely, that's like, what Dragon Ball is all about. It's clearly, I yeah. love the scene where Goku is ashamed and horrified that Bulma has no penis or balls. I related to that one. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, fr- freaking. I mean, is there like a sexual element to Dragon Ball in the text of Dragon Ball? Not a Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball for sure. Dragon Ball Z is sort of ambiguous. Really weird stuff in it, sexually. Even the manga, which I got out of my public school library, has 16-year-old Bulma, like her tits just fully out. Yeah. Like, and it's like, damn. In eighth grade, it was awesome, but looking back, not cool. Shaking yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the thing when you're watching Evangelion when you're 14, it's like, Asuka and Ray, oh, and then uh, people who are older than 14 are into them, and it's very weird. It right, instantly well, <laughs> becomes very weird. It is, dude, and, and see, I feel like that's one of the things I find so interesting, and what I like so much about Evangelion is that it it makes you uncomfortable by in, by making you think about, like, teenage sexuality, right? And um, the complicated nature of that. And then I've, I met someone one time. I don't know about your opinion on like the movies that came out. I've only seen one of them. Yeah, I but, didn't see them but because I just don't like the, the 3D cel-shaded style. I think it always yeah. looked like ass. Right. And I don't know anything about the plot or anything like that. But I knew someone who said the end of Evangelion was a, sh- was a shit movie. And the rebuilds were better. And I was it was so mystifying of opinion. I was like, Why? And this person said that in the rebuilds that Shinji doesn't jerk off on Asuka. And I was like, it's the best part of the movie. What do you mean? That's the that's fucked up. Shinji is an awful fucked up weirdo. That's part of what, and it's learning to accept yourself, even though you are an awful fucked up weirdo. But it also like, he's the, the scion of the new age of man as well. So that's dialed in there. Like, it's all about come. Eventually they all turn into come and we all become. It's mythic. Spoilers. It's very mythic. What are you saying? Blackface Kramer? Spoilers. <laughs> I didn't know they all turned into cum. Yeah. Well, that's a Sorry very, very that. condensed explanation. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, actually, if you want to get into it, there's two cosmic eggs. There's the black egg and the white egg. Lilith resides in one, Adam resides in the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's not even the original ending. The original ending is like psychotherapy ending, which is good. I like the original Evangelion yeah. ending. 
I think it's I thought, fine. I like the movie because it's fantastic and bombastic and beautiful, but the original ending I think is fine, yeah. Yeah, the whole point of the show is like, it, it's a deconstruction. It's a deconstruction of these mecha genres. What if we applied Freudian analysis to these mecha genres? And, you know, it's all, you're getting into your mother. That whole yeah, show what is if about you, you getting into, into your, your mother. What if you walked into your mom, but you were also gay? Yes. Maybe uh, there can be a remake of Evangelion with like coming at it from like a Jordan Peterson yes. style psychoanalysis. <laughs> Jungian psychoanalysis as opposed to Freudian psychoanalysis. He has to be the one to pilot the, the robot uh, because everyone else is crying at the funeral or whatever. That's his fucking thing. It's just uh, they they go to Mikayla because Jordan's all laid up in bed with Benzo withdrawal and says you have <laughs> yeah. to pilot the Ava or else you're gonna force him to eat he's Benzo in that, again. He's in that nice little suit, that little outfit. God damn! Oh <laughs> uh, no, the Ava's in this one is a big Benzo diazepine pill that you have to <laughs> that you pilot in order mm, to mellow out the angels. All the nice. angels are lobsters. <laughs> yeah, they're monstrous lobsters. Yeah. I just want to think about a giant Valium pill now that I get Dude. to crawl inside. What is that? What is the Freudian analysis of crawling inside a giant anti-anxiety pill? It's it like you want to. It sounds like you want to go to sleep and die. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> sounds like a guy yeah. who likes to party to me. Yeah, <laughs> true. You could just shave some off the walls, like as you like every day, as you need, like a fucking Inuit in an igloo, my friend. You know, uh, I mean? scraping, just scraping the walls off your yes. giant Valium pill with, with well, a, giant valium, a giant Valium just appears in your room, just fucking. But God forbid if it rains, you got to build it in the Mexican desert or something. Yeah, yeah. but that's that. even worse. That's no, a you just throw a blanket over it when people come over. <laughs> that's like, don't look under that. Like they in, in the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I think like Willy Wonka had that problem because he had to build like a a house out of chocolate for someone. Yes, for mm. the very racistly named Prince Pondicherry. Uh, who is Indian? Yeah, the, the, Wait, the why original is that racist. No, it's not racist. It's just you know the. I mean, racist in the usual way that English colonialist depictions of India were racist. I right, mean, also right, right, in that right, right. book, the the fucking uh, Oompa Loompas are pygmies, which is ah, yeah, whoa, yeah, very whoa. very cool. But I mean, uh, very cool a house out of chocolate. I mean, that's that's like. That's also saying that that's like what the British colonial, like <laughs> that's what they were yeah. over there doing. It was like, we're building them houses made out of chocolate. Why are you mad at us? Yeah. Why are you throwing your wives onto funeral pyres? We just wanted to build you some chocolate <laughs> houses. What the fuck? That's, that's right there. That's in the text of the original Willy Wonka. <laughs> if someone built me a house out of chocolate, I'd be homeless in two weeks. Because you'd be you that big bloated belly, dude. <laughs> You'd have a perfectly house-shaped uh, vor belly. <laughs> yeah, do they do vor with like houses? Inanimate vor? I don't know. That's interesting. One hundred percent, they do. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Monster House? Ooh. But that's you getting eaten by house. We're talking about oh, uh, like you're you eating, eating a, house. a house. You know, but the house has like it has like yaoi eyes and it's going it has feelings yeah yeah you say um, someone not me is into trains in a sexual way and would want yeah. to 
consume them and have a giant train like pass my through body. your system. Yeah. 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 Would that be would people make fun of that person who's not me? I wouldn't. I would I would want to know more about them. Yeah, I would encourage them to seek out Normal what they're people. looking for, you know? I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the, the railroad strike that's coming on is going to be, like, hard for that person. You know? no, they can't, they won't be able to get their trussy. Biden anymore. fixed it. That darn, <laughs> that darn president fixed everything again. Oh, no. Well, that's, someone, that's someone to blame if you like to fuck trains, isn't it? Brandon? <laughs> yeah, the Brandon himself. Yeah. Wasn't like part of his whole folksy pitch. He was like, I wrote a book about riding on Amtrak, Jack, and here are my favorite (laughs) snacks that you can get on the Amtrak train. One, pretzels. That's pretzels. (laughs) (laughs) Microwave hamburger is the other thing you can get. Oh, I like microwave hamburgers. Yeah, I used to have to make microwave hamburgers when I worked at a gas station. Um, And then I would put them in this awful rotisserie. (laughs) And it was like, it's so bad. No, it's just so like the worst food I've ever made for someone else to buy. It is weird what like because I worked at a call center and we I th- I'm pretty sure we had the same sort of uh, microwavable burgers and plastic wrap, right? Yeah. And they used to keep them in like fucking vending machines, and it was like just so rat like. I would see people run up and eat these fucking Play-Doh burgers. <laughs> Just like go up to the fucking water fountain and dr- like everyone, it was like a. It, that's why I say it was rat-like. It was this weird ritualistic behavior that people did where they would eat a fucking burger and then drink directly out of the water fountain to wash it. <laughs> it was fucking weird. It felt like the Twilight Zone. Well, that's what'll happen when you're. Uh, I mean, call centers. I lucky enough to yeah. not work in a call center. That seems like the the worst place to possibly work. It's you know there are, it has its perks. Like you can have sex whenever you want. Um, you can do drugs <laughs> whenever you want. Stuff like right, that. Man. But everything else about it sucks pretty hard. Um, you get to talk to lots of interesting people on the phone, right? You do. Yeah, actually, yeah. Sometimes it depends on who you work for. I worked for Directv. And one time I was on the love, they love talking to you. Then they do. They're (laughs) fucking all old as hell. Um, I was on the phone with a lady for four hours who told me that after World War II she uh, did a séance because her fucking husband went down in the Blitz and she (laughs) got like went to a psychic and did a séance to get closure from her husband. And I was like, "This is a sick ass story, dude. Thank you for your time." I only heard (laughs) terrible stories Um, when I worked at like. insurance i was customer service taking phone calls so i just heard like the most fucked up stories yeah like like sad stories that would just bring them bring me down for the entire day like about people dying yeah right (laughs) well and every once in a while you would get a really depressing call at direct tv like that and you know the thing about it is at the end of the day it's just fucking cable so if you have to shut someone's cable off you don't feel like it's not like something else that's super crazy but you know you do hear a lot of people do plead with you uh in a very you know and you i at least always really sympathize with them because i've been a person who's been chronically behind on my bills forever so well, if you shut the cable off, someone's large son, if they're not able to see, you know. That's it. They're not able to see Yellowstone. Yeah. They can't see wrestling. <laughs> they might destroy the house. <laughs> what if Homer Simpson comes over? 
and there's oh, no TV. Shit. I would not want to be caught dead in my house without a TV if Homer Simpson came over, dude. Yeah, he would start murdering you. It's established. <laughs> it's canon in the show. Yeah, he instantly goes shining. Also, if there's no beer. Uh, that seems a little problematic. The TV thing is funny and cartoonish. But <laughs> looking back on the alcohol thing, I know some motherfuckers like that. <laughs> you know some some just casual alcoholics where it's oh, uh, it's yeah. funny. Is it funny or is it not? <laughs> it's it's horrifying. I go to sleep thinking am am I going to be killed in my sleep every night. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty uh, I I should explain my uncle uh lives next door to me. He just got out of prison doing 12 years. Oh, and wow. we uh we have a contentious relationship. But um, it is funny though because he just fucking because it's it's not only alcohol but it's other situations around it. So like at three a.m., I'll just hear him in his fucking bulldozer shifting dirt around nowhere. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> he lives like a very cartoonish life in that way. How does he have how a many bulldozer? Cars Where did he, he get have? a bulldozer? I don't. I tell when I'm saying I don't know how he got the fucking bulldozer. I really. I it boggles my mind. I've gone over it so many times in my head how he could have heisted it. Or... The two details that you've just said, 12 years, just got out of 12 years of prison and also somehow in that short intervening time has managed to get his hands on a bulldozer, yeah, just, which he uses to move dirt at 3 <laughs> This is yeah, the very wish I would. I wish I was exaggerating out. any of this. That's the fucked up part. I wish I was trying to be funny at all right now. But it's <laughs> like, goddamn. How many cars uh, that he's working on does he have, like, just out? Hang on, let me go Marcus. count really quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> Hang on. Do the old car count. Get the, get the, yeah, I'm sure there's a charger in there. There's always Two, a charger. Four, six, eight, ten, eleven <laughs> cars. cars in his fucking yard. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely the yard. Is this what he does for a living? Is he a mechanic? No, he works at a fucking chicken plant. He what? fucking slaughters chickens for a living. I don't know how he finds the time. What's that? What is this? I guess, you know. Hey, some people like cars. That's <laughs> what it is. is None of it, them run. Does he just, like, sit in the empty cars and just sing Gary Newman's cars to himself over mm -hmm. and over again? Well, That's I'll what tell I you this. This is a big mystery to me. Uh, none of them run, but I see them change position all the time, which <laughs> means that I think he's picking them up with the bulldozer for fun and moving them around. That's <laughs> the only thing I can fucking think of. <laughs> Like, it's so, like, Elijah, next time you come over, I'm t the cars are all in a different spot. The bug is completely on the other side of the, I don't know how it got there. It hasn't run since I fucking drove it. So, I don't know. <laughs> you remember there was, there was, like, an old puzzle game called, like, Traffic Jam or something, where you'd have to move trucks on, like, a little grid in order to get your car out? You ever remember that? Yep. That's my uh, fucking everyday, dude. Holy shit! Yes, that you're, it's manual this time, though. You're, it's in re IRL is is what's happening. Mm. Oh my god! One time, because I take care of my grandma full time. I'm her like nurse. That's what I had to go and do a second ago. And um, the one day there was a nurse that was coming up to check her out, and there was so much bullshit going on in the driveway that the nurse couldn't like get up the driveway. <laughs> 
And it's like, this is insane. I don't know. And, and the crazy part is, I don't know what his project is. There's nothing ever that looks discernibly like he's doing anything. So I can only guess that it's either for fun or it's a cover for something. He's hoarding chassis. I guess he is. I guess like he's building fallout bunkers or something out of that. She needs stuff to barter with the Brotherhood of Steel with. That's it. <laughs> hey, do you want? Hey, do you want an empty, gutted LeBaron? Yeah, he does uh, have some weird ass fucking cars out there too. They're weird makes. Next episode, tune in next time. I'll tell you the make and model of all my uncle's derelict vehicles. <laughs> Wasn't there one that was like burnout or something? Yeah, there's a bunch of them that are fucking burnt out. They look like they've had Molotovs thrown in them. <laughs> He's got the right idea. He's instantly transitioning to Mad Max world, you know. And, uh... <laughs> He's lived in Mad Max world his whole damn life, dude. This man is insane. I love him. I love him to death. Yeah. So afraid of him. So afraid he's going to kill me one day. Yes, with the bulldoze drunkenly <laughs> ramming a bulldozer into your room. At three yeah, I just want to pick. He's like, I just want to pick you up, nephew. I just want to pick you up. Killdozer <laughs> <laughs> Rossville edition. <laughs> he's just too drunk to get out of the bulldozer. Like he didn't weld himself in. He just can't get out. He's just, yeah, he's asleep on the gas pedal. <laughs> His face is on the gas pedal. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Uh, well, that's none of my uncles are that interesting. Uh, my mine just all have mine are just very neurotic. Uh, yeah, I believe that you seem like a neurotic guy too, in a good way. Yeah, I'm oh, I'm extremely neurotic, especially you know, now that uh, in Twitter, if you have anything more than like anything more than like 500 followers, you start going insane, right? Yeah, well, and <laughs> Well, and I can, the reason I say that is because your comics, like, I've consumed a fair amount of uh, the fucking comics, which is not something I do. I don't read web comics often. Oh, so, you. like, yeah, dude, they're very, what they're about, very how good. How come I always see control or delete? Why are you always reposting questionable content? You're right. You're so fucking right. <laughs> but no, but I, I, when Elijah told me that we could get y you guys on the podcast, I was like, holy shit, this is someone who I know and, and, and consume and enjoy. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, it's been weird to gain a large following because I never expected that to happen ever, especially with what I was doing, which I thought was very niche. Uh, but, you know, the reason why I diagnose it, you know, gaining a following is because they're just, are very few queer gag comics out there? There's a lot of queer comics out there, but there aren't like queer gag a day comics, you know? I, right. I, I don't really see that that often. I'm sure there are some out there that I'm igno ignorant of, but um, yeah, I, I, I think just the dearth of those is what led uh, people to sort of enjoy them, I think. Well, there's a certain amount of like internet queerness. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, there's. Yes. Um, and I think that that's kind of. Uh, misrepresent because what you see on tv of gay people is very like uh me and elijah have talked about this that that typical like mainstream gay culture is very like cringe right like, for <laughs> yes, lack of yeah, a better yeah. word 
You're, and I mean, it's it's Randy Rainbow, right? You know, that's yeah. He is the avatar of the of the middle of the road game. Dude, don't talk shit about. I'm doing a pilot with him next month. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But What's yeah, crazy is uh, that's his real name too. That's he didn't change his name. He's just the son of hippies. That's so awesome. I'm so that's so much proof of God to me, right there. <laughs> Um, I also think with gays, something or queer people in general, too, it, it's like we're either like angels or we're suffering. We're either like perfect, you know, uh, people that can, you know, we're always dispensing amazing advice to the straight protagonist or, uh, you know, we're like dying. And, you know, our arc is that, you know, we got killed tragically or something like that. This is yeah. especially more pronounced with uh, trans women now. Trans women get this treatment right. a lot more on TV. With gay people, that was uh, more back in the 90s. Uh, and then with when... the trans women angle now, you've also got like the fetishization shit too. Oh, like... yeah, absolutely. But sorry, go on. No, no, I mean, yeah. That, so I think there's just like uh, queer people want whole flawed character. Like a show that I point to that I, I think I would like to see more of is... Uh, Difficult People? Did you ever see Difficult People with Billy Eichner and the lady whose name I don't remember? No, I have no. not. What is it about? Didn't Tina Fey make that one? I don't know. All I, I, all I know is it's a funny sitcom about uh, at least Billy Eichner is a queer character who's also just like a fucking awful dirtbag. And uh, I like that. I, I like it that we're able to be portrayed, you know, humanly and holistically in a way where we're not aggrandized or, you know... Uh, <laughs> Or even something yeah. like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like Andre Brower on Brooklyn Nine-Nine is like, the character is flawed, but he's also like comically competent and, you know, perfect in, in certain ways. You know, he's, he's well, the dad figure for everything. Sure, you mentioned Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I kind of think it's high time we uh, call out Brooklyn Nine-Nine for being police propaganda. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's never been done dumb, before. Dumb Twitter in joke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's never been done. No one has ever called out Brooklyn Nine Nine for being police propaganda. I didn't see the eighth season. Uh, it sounds so funny though because they had to respond to the George Floyd stuff. So. Oh my god! Oh my god! So so Rosa quit the force and she's now a private Imagine detective. That writing room, dude. Uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Imagine um, Sandberg making funny faces at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny on Brooklyn Night because I watched a bunch of it just because those Michael Schur shows they're they're weak or whatever, but they have good joke writers on them, and occasionally they have funny jokes. You know, I love Megan Amram, and she writes for the Good Place. So, and and you'd occasionally see like an Amram joke pop up once or twice, and right. uh, so I watched a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and. Um, it's weirdly funny how woke, even like in the early seasons, they make Jake like a woke cop. You know, he says, oh, this word might be, he like comments on how Ace Ventura becomes problematically transphobic at the end. <laughs> at the yeah, end, yeah. Yeah, which right. is true, but, uh, but it's weird that it's a cop saying that, you know, because no, no cop I know is, or, you know, there's a, a, a very early episode where Stacey Keach plays a homophobic uh, true crime writer that uh, yeah. that uh, Andy Samberg idolizes, and uh, then he punches him in the face for being homophobic. It's like no oh cop I God. know is like that. That's not. Well, that's not. They should have. They should have had a reveal like in the in the last season. Maybe this I didn't see. Maybe, maybe this how it went. 
that the Brooklyn Nine Nine, that whatever precinct, uh, is just where they put all the cops who aren't like psychopaths as like a containment, so they don't yeah. like mess up things for any of the other cops. Everyone, in New York. Yeah, they can keep sweeping things under the rug. Well, I think it's very hard these days to humanize a cop character in a way that people will like appreciate, or at least people like me will appreciate. Right? Um, mm-hmm. I like. I don't know. You guys kind of talked about video games a little bit. Um, I played a video game recently called Disco Elysium. Ooh, and that's it has it, a fun cop in it. Yeah, it, exactly right. It's it, and especially for me, being a uh, a former alcoholic, narcotic addicted divorcee with religious delusions, mm-hmm. it was a very like come to Jesus moment, right? And uh, <laughs> oh, there, all your things. It, Right, exactly. It was that game hit me way harder than I even expected it to. But um I think that the fact that cuz that game is not the sort of game that sells well, right? And the fact that it has had such mainstream success being the kind of game that it is and also having the like political themes that it does, I think is kind of a good sign. So you know, any, the Chapo boost. Oh yeah, I forgot. Boost. I completely but then they forgot edited they were their the voice. <laughs> they edited their voices out be- and the final version that they released to Switch. I don't know why. I thought that, you know, because I thought that it seemed to me that the role that Dasha played in the original cut was written for her. So I kind of, that's the only one I wish they would have kept, really. Um, yeah. Well, that's but, before Red Scare was Seal Bucks. That's when they were just, right. you know, uh, 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 fun ladies, funny ladies who are evil. Right. So, well, apparently they tried to get her back, but they, they didn't want to fuck with SAG or something. Uh, yeah, because she, she got all that succession, succession yeah. boost. So she's a real actor now. Yeah. I didn't Dude, see God the scary of sixty first. Did you see the scary of sixty first? No. What the fuck is that? What did That's, I miss there? It's Dasha's Epstein movie. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It looked good. It was shot on sixteen millimeter, and when I saw the, I saw the clips of it. I was like, oh wow, film looks better than digital. And but that's all. Yeah. I what a surprise. In. Well, yeah. and the thing about. I mean, Dosh, I don't know much about her, to be fair. I don't want to talk about a fellow podcaster, which is how I see her. <laughs> don't talk smack about it. Yeah. Yeah. Colleague, yeah. Sure. A peer. So, uh, so, like, you know, but my girlfriend is a big fan. <laughs> so, that's what's up. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but, um, and I'll tell you this, it's for two women that have a bunch of opinions about stuff, it's... Because women do love having opinions, right? It's women very hard. Opinions. <laughs> it's really hard that all of them are wrong so often. That's like <laughs> one of the weird parts. Because they have so fucking many. This Jeez. is this is true. This is very true about all women. <laughs> uh, I think uh, you know this is this is deaf comedy jam. Except we've replaced shopping with having opinions. Dude, I knew I knew what it was it was gonna be all gay people on this and get misogynistic. <laughs> well, it's like when a fucking when an anaconda and a reticulated python come into the same fucking bog, dude, one of them has to go. You know what I'm saying? 
I feel like those gay guys that are like very offended by pussy are like, ew, get it out of my face. You know, I think they're all secretly bi and they're titillated by it. Well, see, well, no, that's a great theory because I'm bi and I feel that way about vagina. Well, and, like, I hate, I hate the term bi, you know, labels. I'm at the point in the LGBT thing where I think labels are gay. Yeah. But, um, the whole like, labels yeah, are I bi. You, yeah, exactly. You just fucking really hit the nail on the head because I swear to God, that's how I feel about pussy. I feel like it's going to expand and, and swallow me or something. <laughs> you got some classic bi-misogyny going on there. <laughs> that's what it is, dude. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I'll fuck women, but I love men like a Roman. <laughs> yeah, the, the nobler breed. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Uh, I sing the 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 song. I sing the words "vagina dentata" to the tune of Kokomo all the time. <laughs> vagina dentata, ooh, I'm coming at you, Key Largo. I, don't, I can't make up any lyrics, but uh, frequently that goes in my head. Dude, that's good. Hey, man, it, you're here. You're in the correct dojo to learn about making up fake lyrics to songs. This is quite a pastime for me and Elijah. <laughs> what what song that's lyrics cool. have you guys made up? Uh. Late. Suck my penis. What about that one? <laughs> That's one off the dome. You're doing the penis. Uh, I got one. Okay, yeah. My name is Cleveland Brown. <laughs> I live in Quahog. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Cleveland show theme. Uh, <laughs> it's close uh, enough. It seems today, like all you see, it seems today, I forget all the Family Guy lyrics. A sucking dick, I'm sucking dick, Dude, how sucking embarrassing is it? sucking a dick. How embarrassing is it when you're at the party and you forget the lyrics to the Family Guy theme song, am I right? <laughs> how Fuck, fucked I up is this. that? I know this, god damn it! Everyone, every, every, you know kind of nerdy shy guy in high school has a fantasy of going up at the school talent show and winning over their crush by singing the family guy theme song (laughs) 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 oh fuck dude it's like in the it's a, like in the Elvis movie when at first you know there's a little feedback on the microphone and you know it starts a little awkward but then you you get into the middle and you start wiggling your hips and you know everyone starts taking off their blouses. That's like that fucking video of that brony kid singing the Discord song at the at the fucking talent show. Have you guys seen that one? No. Does does the brony kid does do they succeed? He uh he kills it. I would say. He yeah. um he attempts to be on the beat the whole time, which is more I can say for most high school talent shows. But it's so this is a little bit of inside baseball in the Brony community. But he's singing a song ab- about a character, but he's not singing that direct song. He's singing like a a ragtime remix of that song. So he's got like a cane and a hat. And he's stuff. doing an electro swing remix. He's doing- <laughs> yeah, he's got a very different version of the song than the bass, and and he somehow found a karaoke version of that. So the Brony music community used to be very verbose. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. What is the Discord song? Is it just like about <laughs> Discord? It's, is it? It's about it. Do, do you know anything about My Little Pony? I know, I know the Brony subculture. I know the or, or is Discord a character in My Little Pony? 
There's a okay, so there's two celestial twins, Celestia and Luna. They're the, of the sun and the moon, and then right, yeah. they ba- they do battle against Discord, who is some sort of dragon creature. I'm not exactly sure what he is. He's like a chimera looking thing. Okay, but the song is like um, pleading with Discord. It takes itself very seriously. Like imagine if you were pleading with Satan not to take your soul, but it's about a My Little Pony character. That's like what the song is about. People get really hard up into those uh, My Little Pony characters. Uh, I, they love them. It, it was funny to me. That just sort of reminds me of the fact that Car Seat Headrest started exclusively as a, fur- a furry project. The, yeah. uh, like furry cons. No, there uh, are tons of fucking brony uh, music guys who I'm sure are still doing music. I mean, I don't know. I don't fucking listen to music really. But like, it's one of those, you know, if you get your start there... You know, because I, I remember being in being a queer teen and being introduced to uh, to brony music by my trans ex and being like, oh, hell yeah, dude, this is what's up. But now, like, I, I don't know if I really thought it was good or if I was just so caught up in being subversive. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, you were because because there was you were being contrarian. Because who would yeah. like this brony music? Right, right, literally, yeah. And it was so, because I'm so, like, not a, a typical, I don't know how to even, that's not a, a good word to use. But I'm very masculine, like, I'm very straight acting. I'm not the kind of person who would get into My Little Pony for other reasons. You know sure. what I mean? Like, I did it to fuck other girlier gay guys. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got into My Little Pony for the bussy. Yeah, I I wonder how much of that happened. I would like to hear more. If you have any, email us at epicbaconsoyface (laughs) at gmx.com. Oh, I'm sure. I heard those BronyCons are fucking Bacchanals, you know. People getting crabs (laughs) in the BronyCon orgy, you know. (laughs) The furries, too, dude. I guess because they're kind of like an offshoot of furry culture in a way. Yeah. I also, I think it's sort of like... uh, a thing where it's not that it's not that like the thing is sexually attractive, but if you're, if you're a person who likes furry stuff, it's hard to imagine yourself as like a sexual being until you put on the suit or until you like inhabit that animalistic character, which is why I think they get, you know, it's, it's also, you know, it's been associated with horniness for a long time. Although there's this massive debate in the furry community about how horny furries should be too. So that's not even like a settled thing. Um, it, and it's so weird because, like, to me, it seems so obvious that there's some of it that's sexual. Maybe I'm being a little bit too Freudian, but, like, I feel like there's an element to that sort of, even if you are innocently, like, if you're not getting a boner, if you're one of these guys who walks around or whatever, there's something that you're fulfilling there that even if it's not sexual, there's, like, it's on that level. It's like flipping that same switch. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, feeling comfortable with your body, you know, in right. a certain way. Yeah. And that's not that's not just sexual. That's just, you know, life, you know. And mm-hmm. I think you're made to feel through a lot of ways you're made to feel uncomfortable with your own body and, you know, inhabiting these sort of idealized animal character. I think also the the point that they're animals is very important too because I think why people like animals is because they have uncomplicated relationships with affection and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's and a good point. People can sort of mimic that when they inhabit these more animalistic characters. Well, and this is something, too, that you can look at, like, literatica, right? Um, 
who is fucking beast people in Literatica? And like the <laughs> women in Literatica, they fuck like minotaurs and Bigfoot and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And the men are fucking like mermaids, and you know, it's. I think it says a lot about um what people find attractive like what people can find attractive i guess yeah um well it's like i was i've you know nerd nerd corner but i'm doing some research for a tabletop role-playing game setting i'm making nerd alert nerd and, alert. yeah so super big nerd alert and i was looking into one of the first legends that we have like uh you know evidence of and it's like the origin of the frog prince myth mm-hmm. and one of the most interesting things about it is the guy, it's originally it's a frog princess. That's how the story originally goes. Mm-hmm. And he wants to fuck her while she's a frog. Like she doesn't <laughs> say, she doesn't say, "Hey, I'm a princess. If you kiss me or whatever." He fa- he wants to fuck the frog, and his faith is like rewarded later on when she turns into a woman. But if he wanted to fuck the frog, he's losing out, right? That's how I always kind of thought. Like. But I don't know. I that one really stuck with me because the, of the the there's not that angle of by the way I'm a I'm a beautiful princess like the the frog can't talk because it's a frog. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. So hmm, the guy just has a really good feeling. Picks up a really good vibe from this frog. I, I that's what it has to be. Maybe they smoked a blunt together or something. Yeah, absolutely. Is this French yeah. in origin? It seems like it should be. It's yeah. probably Germanic or Frankish, somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. These frog fuckers. Some German guy just talking to a frog. Like, I saw you from across the swamp, and I really <laughs> dug your vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of, like, just a guy putting a frog on his penis and being like, Oh, I wish you were a princess. <laughs> Do you remember that fucking uh, guy on um, what is that show called Shark Tank? Yeah, and he had a product called the Bladder Buddy. Do you remember this? No, I don't. What was the Bladder Buddy? The Bladder Buddy is like a little. Imagine for our purposes that it's frog shaped, but it's a little <laughs> plastic device that you can just whip out discreetly and just piss anywhere. Oh, I I would love that. I'm always having that I, problem. As a kid, I saw that and I was like, "Who would ever do that?" But now, as an adult, I'm like, "I wish I could fucking piss here right now." Holy yeah. shit! I'm getting a voluntary colostomy bag in just to following <laughs> that same logic, yeah. dude. I would I would get a feeding tube put in, dude. I hate eating. I have some sort of fucking issue where I'm like, eating feels uh, profane to me. It feels oh like yeah, panic. me too. I made a comic about it. I made How I Prefer to Eat, which is uh, taking my little hamburger and going down to the boiler room and eating it in a dark corner and periodically looking over my shoulder to see if anyone Dude. is... Uh... <laughs> that's, how, that's how we know you're Canadian, because you have to hide when you eat a hamburger. That's spider-like. <laughs> that's when you guys were first put onto the nation of Canada. Your gods intertwined your genetics with spiders. Absolutely. To help you yeah. out. The Canadian gods. The Canadian yeah. gods of our legend, yeah. Uh, eventually you ascend to the hall of, of Valhalla, <laughs> but Canadian Valhalla, so it's just... Tim uh, Hortons? Yeah, well, Tim Hortons we've discarded because they were bought out by Burger King, and the, oh, the quality really? of Kimmy's has gone way down, yeah. Uh, yeah Burger King, King which is now... Has been yeah. sucking. 
Burger King is sucking lately. There's a huge Reddit thread on it, and there were so I there were so many good comments from people being like, "Burger King sucks now," and I go every week. Um, <laughs> they put way too much mayonnaise on it, and I can't stop eating it. Oh shit! That's why I order everything plain. Anything I order, I order like meat and cheese only because I don't trust these motherfuckers with condiments at all. And half the time, I don't even I don't even feel like condiments because I don't like eating. But then if I do want condiments, I want my preferred amount of condiments. I don't want fucking, you know, this this asshole making. Uh, he should be making more, but you know, Soylent was made for you. Coding. <laughs> was made for me, dude. <laughs> that just, stuff is. You can just buy baby formula. You can eat. You I've can thought just, about just, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's good for you. Uh, I've thought so about. I... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, well, just one time I had a roommate when I was still in law school, and he he worked for Soylent. He drank a lot of Soylent, and uh, just one day we came across and like all of his uh, he, he, all of his laptops were snapped in half, and on his room he just kept writing logos over and over and over again. <laughs> And I, I can't, I can't say it was the Soylent that drove him to the mental break, but <laughs> I, don't know, I, I figure, you know, trying to subsist on a flavorless mush, you know, we're not, we're not meant to do that. No, we're not, it's like you know. It's like Bovril. You heard of <laughs> yeah. Bovril? No, it's Bovril. Bovril is like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's very popular after the Blitz. Because you know supplies were limited, mm-hmm. but it's like a meat-based tea type thing. Oh, that sounds so pretty take, good, actually. Uh, it's like gravy, but it's thinner. Um, I've heard people say it's not very good, and I've heard people uh, say it's well. very good. I was reading about Nutriloaf, which is what we give prisoners. Um, and I would, I'm kind of curious if you could ask your uncle if he ever had Nutriloaf. <laughs> What is Nutrilla? People's ears. He ate other people's ears on the inside, dude. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he didn't fuck with the canteen. Nutrilof is like a, is like meatloaf with more ingredients, like um, beans and bread, like ground up, like ground crickets too. They're trying to get us to eat the bugs. Yeah, there was some inmates sued the successfully sued the prison over um, Nutrilof because it's just like ter- terrible, and that's all they would give them because it's like nutritionally complete uh sounds sounds like the worst food i've ever heard of uh, yeah what about uh what about poop fingers that doesn't sound good well <laughs> one thing my uncle has said about prison food is that state prison food is typically way better than federal prison food Interesting. um i i guess it's a funding thing uh i don't really know but he My, did spend. Sorry, go ahead. Well, just do you think in federal they they outsource it to a like a lot more uh, ca- canteen cafeteria companies Probably. like Marriott or something like that? I don't know. Probably something like that. Um, or he uh, spent most of his time in. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, just it. We're over an hour, I believe, and we can keep record. I don't like. I'm enjoying this, but in case you you out, yeah, you, I'm having you, a good time. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't know how much you want to edit this down or you're going to edit Yeah, we I mean I I have to go personally eventually like in the next like thirty or forty minutes to get ready for the show tonight. But uh yeah, I'm I'm happy to keep recording. I just wanted to make sure it was 
Hey man, I'm good to go until until everyone else wants to stop, baby. I'm a natural born right. podcaster. Well, yeah, yeah. I it's good to go a little extra just so you have some stuff to cut. I mean, we never cut stuff out because that's how we roll. Well, yeah. I cut, I I feel cut like... out when I cut out when I am wrong about something, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Cut <out> when... <laughs> well, there's uh, not you know... wrong. I leave yeah. that in because I'm I'm the one who edits. So whoever edits is in a place of power. Yeah. Well, that's I have a feeling I'm gonna be editing a lot of it. I have a feeling I'm gonna have to learn audacity or something. Yeah. Uh, there's just one episode where Stephen has added me saying, "Foreskin should be preserved. Foreskin <laughs> should be preserved. It is a crime what we are doing to our babies. Foreskin. Dude, uh, it's yeah. true." <laughs> Think about if circumcision wasn't a thing, right? And then we land on North Sentinel Island and we go and talk to these guys and they cut their fucking babies' foreskins off. Do you know what we would do to those fucking people? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm in complete agreement. I'm a, I'm a huge intactivist. <laughs> yeah, well, my only thing about... The only problem, unfortunately, with uncut cocks is that they just look gross. That's the only problem. Like yeah, other do. than they that, dried out. That's, yeah, that's, that's extreme. That's cope. Coping <laughs> extremely hard right now. Hey, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I'm not even talking about mine. Look, I got <laughs> I got a covenant with Abraham going on here right now. That's or, exactly no, right. Abraham's covenant with God, and you know that's in order to be. I, I am Jewish for listeners who may not know, and uh, I had to give it up in order to in order to get all the Jew benefits. You know. For example, just sorry, go ahead. Well, it's just uh, now I'm funny because I gave up the foreskin. Mm. That's what I'm you not have. Funny? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because they did a botch job on me. <laughs> yeah, they botched it. They they yeah. sacrificed it to the wrong wrong they god. They didn't sacrifice it much. to Jewish god. Yeah, yeah they did it to much. whoever that whoever that motherfucker what, where they were throwing all their babies in the fire to. That's who they yeah. sacrificed your foreskin to. Absolutely. There's just a big flaming pile of foreskins. Yeah, Moloch. Just, that was him. That was right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we're contributing to these anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. <laughs> uh, Google Moloch. Google space laser. There is all these there are all these graffitis around Toronto, which is where I live right now, that are saying, Look up Broken Arrow nuking Toronto. And it's like on every street corner. It's like, look up Broken Arrow, nuke Toronto. Yeah, I think some guy oh, thinks shit. they're gonna nuke Toronto. Man, uh, I I love the I, I honestly go to sleep thinking that they're gonna fucking nuke Chattanooga, Tennessee or something. Like that's how <laughs> that's how fucking psyoped we are as Americans. <laughs> like I'm, I'm thinking that the Russians are gonna come back for round two any minute. Which it, I don't know. They're gonna nuke Nashville is. because that's where Taylor Swift lives. Yeah, uh, she and, is you know, the biggest need... threat. Exactly, yeah. she's the They're... biggest exporter of American cultural hegemony. Yeah, the whole country needs is... Hall of Fame. Taylor Swift <laughs> is a psychopath. Uh, Whoa! Truly believe she has a serial killer brain. Elijah, Elijah, she... I'm recording something with Taylor Swift right after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's not even from Tennessee, is she? Not even, she's not from the South. Yeah, that's true. Why did she... when she was like fourteen? Uh, Man, have you seen I her when she here? The successor to Dolly Parton slandered like this, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, think she was Taylor born Swift... in Pennsylvania. That's not very southern. 
Was it even Eight. country Pennsylvania? Was it like uh, uh, was it like Pennsylvania? She was country Mac. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't. I don't know like the Pennsylvania that well. I mean, Pennsylvania is pretty a pretty scary place. Whenever I drive through Pennsylvania, I get goose pimples. You know. Yeah. Because um, like we were talking about it before, there's all these <laughs> tiny towns separated by um, these mountains, and you go in, and the entire town is at the high school football game, and then yeah, when you drive <laughs> past the entire town swivels their heads and looks at you as you're driving by and like the football players stop and the, the, like they all start pointing at you and then the football players start running at your car chanting yeah they're like chanting flip 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah dude i God. hate that yeah you're way no, more likely to get deliverance in pennsylvania than you are in any southern state one time I fucking, I was in a high school marching band. I was in the drum line in the South, right? And it's somewhere in South Georgia that we went to. And um, they had the most aggressive fucking announcer of all time. Like, <laughs> he, we were walking into the stadium and this announcer came onto the radio talking to mine. Like, need, you, need to remind you that we we're like 15, 16 years old. He comes onto the mic and he like sniffs really loud in the mic. He goes, You smell that? You're in tiger country. And he just like threatened us. It's insane. It's like, we're not even playing football. I, I love regional regional rivalries are some of the funniest rivalry. I mean, that's one of the best things about uh uh, King of the Hill is how they're always angry at McMainerberry or something like yeah. that. Durndle. <laughs> yeah, Durndle. <laughs> yeah, there's Dude. something about the pettiness of uh, just getting into your own little regional enclave. And that is your only source of culture and your only source of comfort. And you defy anyone that uh, uh, would dare dispute it or, or come into I'm conflict still, with it. I'm still waiting for the day that another show comes around and captures that essence of middle-class Southern America in the same way. Because, like, it that my life, when I tell you that my life was so King of the Hill growing up, except more depressing, I will say it was a little... Imagine if the show was about Lucky and Luann's kids. <laughs> was oh, like oh, no. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah. Well, but, Lucky's um, kid's kind of lucky because he got the Walmart money. So. Yeah, he does have twenty five thousand dollars in his bank yeah. account. That is fair. <laughs> but um, it's like Cody's dad. What if What if Cody's dad is like? What if Lucky wasn't smart enough to figure out the slipping fall scheme? Yeah. No, my dad. My dad started training at fucking forty five to be a NASCAR driver using the fucking Xbox three sixty racing wheel. That's my dad. <laughs> he sounds cool. He sounds cool as hell. He's one of the coolest motherfuckers you'll ever meet. One of my first memories I have, one of them that woke me up, is him at a stoplight getting out of the driver's seat to kick someone's car. Like, not even kick them, but kick someone's car and call them a fuckface. And, like, fuckface is one of the first words I remember ever hearing and learning. <laughs> like, Dude, what if, Cody, if this is too personal, whatever, we can edit it out, but, uh, Brother, Remember when you you messaged your dad that you you like told your dad you were gay, and what he responded with? 
No, I actually don't remember. I could pull up the message, but you clearly remember. I'm sure it was crazy. What was exactly. it? I mean, I don't remember the exact words. But it was like, you know, I always, uh, you know, that's I always oh, imagine yeah. you were a ladies' man. Yes, <laughs> like me. Yeah, like your old man. And it's like, Dad. First of all, I got, I get way more pussy than you ever did. First of all, but like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, my dad did not take it well. He told me he. I told him that I, I like came out to him, and he told me I needed to go on disability. I was like, I'm not that gay. Holy shit! <laughs> I wish that was the opposite of me. My mom basically talked me into being gay. That's awesome. That's she nice. Was, Alex, you don't like women. You're gay. You're gay. <laughs> Just admit it already. I've never seen you out with a woman. You're gay. Uh, she was right though. <laughs> that rocks. But, but I am by I do like women. What she got wrong is I do like women, but I I just yeah you, you like know, your I... mom so <laughs> yeah there hey. you go. no 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 not in that way. Bisexual uh, men are just gay men who have weird relationships with their moms in some exactly, way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's just silence. Let that sit for a while. That's all. That's Jews too. That's all. That's Jewish. <laughs> I mean, and Italians. You know what? <laughs> this is for sure Italians. We got a couple of FBI's listening right now. Let's some full blood Italians. Let's and also our... Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Well, Elvis was Jewish. Yeah, Elvis was Jewish. Yeah. Actually, he did work for a Jew. He was a Sabbath goy for a Jewish family. Oh shit. Huh? Well, there's also some thinking that he may actually have been Jewish. Really? Yeah. <gasps> this is. Is Boy! this like in? Is this like when I read a fucking Kotaku article that's like why the Skywalkers are Jewish? Like, is this like uh, one of those? <laughs> it's it's more like when you see like a Hotep guy on YouTube talk about how how Elvis was Jewish, and that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's why he's bad. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's <laughs> exactly. why he that stole why the music. <laughs> yeah, Dude, Jerry Heller style. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. They uh, would have never let a regular white man steal rock and roll. <laughs> I I love black anti-Semitism because it's cute, because it, it can't do anything. So it's adorable. <laughs> I watch I watch at least three Hotep videos a week. There was this one guy who I was watching this video and he was like, here's the one thing you have to understand when you date black women. They're not like white women. And it's like, where is he going with this? And he said, if you actually study our history and you are Hotep, not only did we have polyamory, but we have polyandry as well. They have brothels for women as well. Like he's basically just <laughs> trying to sell everyone on having an open relationship. It seems like. And it's like, white people don't do this. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Uh, that's I love I love roundabout way of getting to, like, wokeism, wokeisma, <laughs> le wokeisma yeah. of polyamory, but through Hotep stuff. <laughs> it is weird, is it? Like, through, like, a Conan the Barbarian, like, Xena warrior princess, but in Africa way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like it. Like if they somehow got to trans rights through that as well. You, yes. it is truly Yakubi. Anti-transness is Yakubian. Well, black <laughs> men are so powerful that they be can become the most powerful thing on earth—a black woman. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
aren't they I aren't mean, they like all like the the Hotep guys like all super misogynistic though? They wouldn't like a lot of them are. Um, there is like a big the problem with quote unquote Hotep is there's so many different strains of it because you've got like the fucking black Israelites. Then you've got people who are true, like Hotep, like the true meaning of the word. And then you've got just kind of a more nebulous um, pan-African sort of activism or however you want to put it, right? Like they mean very specific things, but because of the internet, Hotep like is a very specific thing that typically... And uh, um, a lot of it's tied in with like Rastafari type stuff too. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of that is, you know misogyny yeah yeah but you will forgive them yeah i didn't mean Maybe. to get that i didn't mean to start giving <laughs> tidbits yeah, there yeah here's it here we're here's our screed against rastafarianism why why doesn't ricky gervais ever take on rastafarianism yeah, what's with that it's why so does, crazy see they hate the gays over there in <laughs> jamaica I would love to see him take on the fucking Hindus just to fucking kick them while they're down dude it's like remember us <laughs> yeah I'd like to see a uh, Ricky Gervais versus the Buddhist. Oh, you think you're gonna reincarnate? You stupid little Asian man! You think you're gonna that. reincarnate? <laughs> Dude, I would kind of like to reincarnate as like a fucking eagle or something. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd like to reincarnate as uh, as a dog taken care of by a wealthy white family. Oh yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> what about well? And one thing that always confused me are people are like, "I want to reincarnate as someone's tampon." It's like, really, dude? I mean, <laughs> that's okay for oh, one yeah. day of pleasure, but then think about it: you're in a landfill for the next ten thousand years because you're not biodegradable. Mm. So you're just this fucking bloody tampon resting in a landfill for ten thousand years. Well, this sounds even the, better. Yeah, if the goal is just to <laughs> sounds exist peaceful. For, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, it, didn't King a great Charles say he wanted to be? Didn't uh, well, King Charles? Uh, didn't he say he wanted to be Camilla's tampon? Right. Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I like the idea. Fill me up with your blood. It's a little vampiric yeah. in a way. Tampons are the original vampires. They're tampires. That's what. We oh call my them. god, tampires! Yeah. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, tampon vampires. That's that's going to be the new thing. <laughs> Vampires. Uh, That's it. Get them while they're hot. They're, yeah, it's going to be the new Anne Rice. Everyone's going to want tampires. They're going to have big tampon heads. I, but I, I just liked your premise as well because it sounded like a very bad Black Mirror episode. Is like, what yeah. if you I uploaded your brain into a tampon? Dude, all <laughs> of my thoughts are like Black Mirror episodes. Like, what if I had? What if I gave my uncle a phone and he killed me with it? Like, all <laughs> of my, <laughs> those are my every thought. What if what if your Kindle uh, jerked you off? Yeah, that's but that one's real. What if my uncle? What if they installed a, an AI component to a bulldozer and my uncle fell in love with it and started killing for the bulldozer? <laughs> It'd be a better fucking girlfriend than the one he's got. Hell, zing! Hey, oh yeah, hey. I love my robot, her Scarlett Johansson bulldozer much better. <laughs> Zing. Cortana? She's got a little holographic uh, display. Yeah, absolutely. Give her a but dick she, if you want. Anything goes. Absolutely. And she's got a dozer herself. She's got a like a little, you know, it's part of the design. Yeah, I would like that. I think we're on to something here. Can we get mm -hmm. Can we get uh, the producer on the phone, Elijah, about this? What if... Uh... Okay. I'm sorry, Weinstein's not picking up.
<laughs> I've been looking at a holder for like three years. I don't know what like. Well, last time I saw him, he was on crutches, dude. I hope he's okay. <laughs> I, that would be a great idea is to, like, we'd have a low-budget movie, but it's starring all the Me Too guys that we get for the cheap. Like, we get Dustin Hoffman <laughs> yes. and James Toback to direct it. You know, we, get, we can pay scale. the lead? Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Fucking. All of the cancel We guys. have a couple of we we assign a bunch of grab boys to surround him, right? To to satiate his appetites. Right. Yeah. Like, I have like a, defense, I have a, defensive linemen. Sorry. Go ahead. I have a Harvey Weinstein news update if you want it. Go ahead. Um, from yesterday's story, Harvey Weinstein has rotten molars that are becoming a dental emergency in prison, and oh, the prison no. medics no. will not. We'll not do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. What did he just fucking drink too much soda? What's wrong? Like, is he not brushing his teeth in there? Uh, yeah, I th they probably took away his toothbrush because he was gonna, you know, Kill sexually himself? assault someone with it. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was gonna give back rubs to the other prisoners, and he was gonna. I'll put you in a picture. I like that you can look up like whoever's in prison. You can look up. A, like you know google their name and you'll hear about something horrible that is happening to them yeah um they like they blood sports yeah they they took away his tooth he made his toothbrush into a shiv because there's an award season in prison for prison plays and he was trying to manipulate the votes for the one he was producing by threatening people <laughs> all right i guess i guess oscar humor I guess people don't know about uh, the Shakespeare and Love debacle, but go yeah, on. Yeah, because Shakespeare and Love, it's a mediocre piece of shit movie. There were like 20 other better movies that year, including like Saving Private Ryan and stuff like that. Uh, and Shakespeare and Love won out of uh, because because Weinstein campaigned so hard for it. Because of the That's toothbrush true. shivs. Yeah, it was toothbrush shivs all along the way. He was shiving, he was okay. shiving the Hollywood intelligentsia left and right. You wonder why Tom? Okay. Tom, you wonder why Tom Hanks mysteriously had to go to the hospital for three months, mm -hmm. right? Nineteen ninety nine. Well, this is where we go back to Charlie Manson, right? Because, like, there was some evidence that was swept under the rug that the whole murders were performed with tooth toothbrush shivs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and you know who's behind all this? Big Dental. Oh, uh, that's it. <laughs> they don't want it. That's they don't want it getting it. out there. They don't want it. They don't want their toothbrushes to be seen as weapons of war. Dude, because, speaking you know, of, well, yeah, it's the proletarian weapon. The ultimate proletarian weapon is the toothbrush shiv. Yeah, good dental hygiene. It's all we have control of. But let me ask you this: Have you heard the the thing? And I don't know if this is a true fact or just something I read on the web, but that Listerine was a floor cleaner, and then they shifted to marketing it as a mouthwash afterwards oh interesting i've just been using it as a drink mixer <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i thought it was for too yeah stephen king did that <laughs> did you guys know that <laughs> he, he drank listering he drank mouthwash <laughs> yeah one time one time in 10th grade we went on a cruise to the bahamas for the band and the problem when you take a bunch of low-income kids on a big trip like that because we fundraise the shit out of like we i mean because the only reason i got to go is because i had a very rich friend who did not end up wanting like they were so rich that he just decided not to go 
and his family was cool with it. It's like, yeah, just give give your spot to someone else. I, Dang, like, okay. I, I know Ben would have returned down a free cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so fucking um, my other friend who went on the trip, he came into my my little my little cabin, uh, with a bottle of mouthwash. I'm like, what are you doing, man? We trying to like get our breath cleaning you trying to make out with me i thought because we always had this weird you know high school friendships they always have some weird tension but uh he had just put food coloring in a bunch of vodka and like a small tiny amount of mouthwash just enough to taste like what and he liked the mouthwash taste <laughs> yes he literally i was like why did you leave the mouthwash you didn't wash it out enough and he was but like not- no it doesn't it yeah, no, that's it was crazy insane. because he didn't. So cool. He didn't. He removed the mouthwash, but he he put the vodka. He made it look like mouthwash, and then just added a little. He diluted it. Yes, that's for, for taste. Yes, that's crazy. You know was, how they sell those flavored vodkas? They should sell the Listerine flavored vodka. This kid was my best friend. If you're out there, shouts out Max. I'm not gonna say your last name. One time, I was walking through Walmart. This is a completely true story, and I see him walking towards me. I'm like, "Hey, Max!" And he goes, "Oh, Jesus Christ! What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Whoa, that's what's up, man?" He's like, "Sorry, dude. I'll tell you later. I'm in the middle of something right now. I'll have to tell you later." I was like, "Okay, man." So I ask him what's going on. Uh, later, I call him. And he was like, uh, I had just got done fucking a guy in the bathroom. And we were having a condom-related mishap. And I was nervous, so I was shoplifting to clear my head. And I had, I had fucked up his whole scenario. Um, so yeah, he was a great a very- sequence of events. <laughs> Trying to fuck a guy, condom wasn't working, very yes. distressed. Do a little shoplifting. Clear my head. <laughs> yes. That's what he what did to relax. Yeah. <laughs> he drank yeah. flavored vodka, Listerine flavored vodka and shoplift to relax. That's so Dude, wonderful. I'm telling you, it doesn't stop on my uncle. This is a systematic issue around here. That's what I'm saying. And that kid, he, he told me he wanted to be a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you live in like, you? it sounds like you live in like a Disney Channel version of Gummo. <laughs> you know what actually yeah i mean not too far I, off it kind of does yeah nah it's a very i live in a very shitty um area it's just like kind of like um like trailer park boys but american so imagine 10 times worse uh, yeah there you go but still like, like trailer <laughs> park boys you manage yes. to have good times in between i Dude, he I have the live best in a trailer times. park. That's the thing. I live in a camper, actually, which is a long story we don't need to get into. But, like, I do have a lot of fun. Uh, like, Elijah shot his first gun over here at my house. That was fun for Elijah. Oh, yeah. Even though he and I both agree that I shouldn't be allowed to have guns. But <laughs> no, yeah. one's, no one's doing anything about it. So, for now, I'm just having fun. Hell yeah. Oh man, well. <laughs> this feels like uh, a good stopping point. Honestly, holy shit! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I thank you for having us on. Absolutely, thank you for being on. Yeah, guys, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I'm excited to subscribe. And um, um, what like is it going to be hey, up on a, a podcast host? Uh, we yeah, are going to get a podcast. Cool. We it, 
No, I had I had one picked. It'll it should be up in a few days because uh, we oh. got to edit it and stuff. And this is his first episode. And make sure we haven't we didn't plan ahead enough. Yeah, mm, we're a couple of okay. little. Like, go yeah. back and listen to our first episode. It was a. It's kind yeah, of it like, sucks. It fucking I mean, sucks. <laughs> like you well, get and you know as you go. So whatever the blunders were, I think we had some really good stuff. I want to suck our own dicks. Anything you guys want to plug? Yeah, uh, we'll plug our Patreon, of course. Patreon.com slash House of Decline. You get new comics. You get new uh, podcast episodes. You get commissions, even, if you pay enough. And yeah, you can go they... to store.houseofdecline.com, and you can buy a print. Hell yeah. And I'm also like just go to our website print. as well. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Buy a print. That's what right. definitely what's up. And don't harass anyone in their names. Whatever you do, dude. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for listening.